Welcome to NWFA's Real Answers Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Martin, President and CEO of the National Wood Flooring Association. And as always, joining me today is my co-host, Chris Zizza, President of CNR Flooring in Boston. How are we doing? I'm, I'm up north today. I'm in Vermont, but things are well. Good. So, Chris, it's exciting. Today we have a special guest with us, uh, Craig Leary. He's the Director of Coaching with the Certified Contractors Network. Craig will be leading a four-session business planning education track during the upcoming Expo at April 13th in Tampa. So hello and welcome, Craig. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Well, we're glad to have you. It's great to have you here with us on our Real Answers podcast. Um, we thought we'd share a preview of what our listeners can learn at the upcoming show and also talk about the Certified Contractors Network itself and how it can help our members. And I know that you're going to relate to our members because you are uh, running your own business as well. So I'll kick it over to you and let you tell us what's coming up. Absolutely. So I'm very excited to be working with you guys. Uh, when we're down in Tampa, we're going to have four sessions that uh, sort of align with each other uh, with the end goal of having people be able to execute on a proper business plan. So we're going to be working on defining what a business plan is and the importance of aligning that with your purpose, mission, values, and that type of thing. Uh, what tools you need to successfully plan a business, including uh, a P&L pro forma as well as a balance sheet pro forma. Then we'll talk quite a bit about how to actually create a business plan. Um, and then we're, the last session, we're actually going to go through a one-page business plan. But I'm very excited to say we're also going to give everybody access to a much bigger business plan that they can work on. Um, but with the limitations of, of four hours, we can't create what really is a 58-page report, but everybody will leave there with an actionable one-page business plan that gives them a focus on their business. I'm, I'm definitely happy to hear that because it's one of the things that when I'm out at convention or, you know, two weeks ago I was at the Bonus Certified Convention and guys were asking all kinds of questions about, you know, putting together a proper plan. So you could not be more on point. I'm excited. Yeah, one of the things that was exciting to me, uh, I've been around this industry for about 33 years. I've worked from, for some of the largest uh, home remodelers in the industry. Um, and when I finally decided I just wanted to do it uh, by myself, um, you know, was that Certified Contractors Network was so helpful in getting me to understand the value and the importance of, you know, having a proper, proper pro forma and having a business plan um, that, not only, you know, a lot of people will, will create the business plan, throw it in the corner of their desk and never refer to it again. Um, you know, they also taught me how to actually execute on a business plan, how to make it iterative so that you're constantly in a state of improvement. And it really has allowed me to run my business that's now in its fourth year um, and doing $7 million a year profitably. Um, and I really run my business in about 10 hours a week. And that's how I built my business because I'm passionate about coaching and I didn't want to get away from coaching other people. Well, I like that. 10 hours a week, 7 million a year, sign me up. <laughs> well, there's a little bit of luck involved too. I have an absolutely amazing team. I have 55 people on my team. We don't sub anything out. Everything's internal. Uh, and then, you know, I'd rather be lucky than good. I am, uh, I've been lucky to uh, attract just some amazing leaders in my organization. Um, so it's good planning, but it's also a little bit of luck. And you know what they say about luck? That's when uh, preparation meets opportunity. So I believe you make your own luck. So good, good job. Nice work. Uh, thank you for the compliment. It, you know, certainly... Uh, there is some hard work that goes into being lucky, um, but relative to, you know, attracting a good team, um, you know, the business 
planning is such an integral part of that because in our organization, it's very clear who's responsible for what and what numbers they report out on. And, you know, every week I get reports on, on each department. Um, and, you know, that's a lot of self-accountability, uh, but self-accountability isn't for everyone. So when you're recruiting, you know, and if you've got the right plan and the right uh, approach and the right values, you're going to attract the people that, you know, for whom uh, self-accountability is, is attractive. It's something that they're interested in. Uh, and it doesn't scare them, quite frankly. Craig, are you doing anything different or with your team in terms of helping keep them motivated? I have a pretty motivated team. Um, you know, they we we pay well. Um, but you know, the main motivation for my team um, is we uh, have a, an internal mantra. You'll probably have to beep this out. Have fun and get shit done. Um, and, you know, and we really subscribe to that. You know, work doesn't need to be a grind. We have a no overtime policy for the benefit of employees. We, we create a culture. In fact, I had breakfast with every employee this morning uh, for a reg- just a regular check-in, and we just create a culture and environment of, of teamwork. Um, but bigger picture, you know, part of our uh, business plan is our exit strategy. I'm not getting any younger. I don't have any children. And um, my plan was always to do an ESOP uh, and to sell this business to the employees. And, you know, we're on a five to seven year track to do that. And, you know, so everybody that's here is sort of motivated to stay and improve the business, um, you know, because they know ultimately it's going to be an employee owned business. On that, on that back end with an ESOP, my concern is whether or not my team's going to be able to afford the company. So will you be covering that at the expo and will you be getting into the avenues in which, you know, the company needs to get funded to buy you out. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I will introduce uh, an ESOP podcast that I follow um, that really is informative if this is the path you want to go down. I do have a contingency plan if the team can't afford it, um, you know, that, that you know, for me makes sense uh, because I don't need to hit a big home run, in, you know, when I cash out. Um, but I will share in in the session um, the ESOP podcast that really is educational about what the process looks like um, and, you know, how to navigate it. It's not a simple process, though. No, I don't imagine it would be. But the, the uniqueness of our industry, um, a lot of guys are always like, at the other end, how could I sell it? Or the company's me, I can't sell it. And I really do feel in our industry um, or contractor industry, if you will, service industry, the succession plan is in the depth of your staff and some kind of earnout is probably the, the most convenient and easiest way to retire out of it. Yeah. And I agree with that, but, but that all starts with a good plan, right? And not to keep tying everything back to the business plan, but you do that because frankly, everything ties back to the business plan. So uh, one of the first things we'll talk about is starting with the end in mind. And we're all at different points in our life or career and and our our end might be different for all of us. But when you clearly articulate that end, you, you start to build towards it uh, knowingly or unknowingly so that the succession plan, you know, becomes obvious. If you get to the point, you know, 10, 15 years down the road where you haven't really contemplated it and you've become... Um, uh, a company that's run by centralized command versus decentralized command. Um, you don't really have anything to sell, but when you're very deliberate about what your exit strategy is, 
um, you know, it just becomes obvious what you need to do to set up for that. I agree. And, and I, I, I love this idea because our members are starving for this kind of knowledge and information. So, um, and, and I think every day, uh, you keep saying back to the business plan, but 100% you need a business plan and you need to follow it. And not only should you stay on point with your business plan, but the, those of you listening right now, understand this. A business plan is a guide. It's not gospel. It will change as as the times change. And and you, you have to reevaluate your business plan and sometimes make changes that are necessary. Would you agree? Absolutely. And I encourage people, uh, and I do this in my own organization, to actually have an SOP uh, on how you engage with the business plan. Um, and so you're not leaving it to uh, a whim. I, I think I need to revisit my business plan. It's been a few months. You know, this is a tool uh, that the leadership really needs to use as a guideline, and it needs to be iterative to your point. Yep. Craig, does your business have a handbook? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we actually, uh, we have a handbook. We've had a handbook since day one. Nice. That's another thing out there that, you know, the majority of the companies don't have. And for those of you who are wondering what's the contents on a handbook, um, it's basically a job description of everybody's job and everybody's tasks. And again, something that's constantly going to get changed. And your processes and your procedures are in there. Your paper flow, everything needs to be written down and have and have an understanding of how to do it. Yeah, I think it can be a little overkill with processes, but I'd say about 80% of our business uh, has a process flowchart that has links in it that will show you the SOP to complete something, or if there's documents that you need to complete that task, there's a link to that. Um, you know, planning is everything, and making things um, sort of self-sustaining or you know the ability to, to engage without having to pull a manager in uh, is so critical. And the same is true of, of how you plan for the overall business. By the way, just another quick thought, you know, there's never been a better time to be in our industry. Um, you know, in the exterior world, the company that I was chief operating officer for uh, for a while uh, has grown to a half a billion dollars through acquisitions. Uh, every day uh, or every week, we read about a new company that was acquired. The interior space is going to be uh, behind, you know, that's why one of my goals, one of our purposes in our company is to build a scalable, repeatable business. And, and we're going to start expanding regionally because you know this company if we don't do the ESOP might be a prime candidate for um, to be rolled up into a bigger company at some point because I think the interior world is going to follow the exterior world in which case my team will have a great cash out at that point. Like I said earlier this is music to my ears. Um, you're right on point with what our members need to hear and and need to need to kind of focus on making this part of their everyday behavior. The importance of a, a business plan isn't limited to the size of your company. Like if I were a one-man uh, operation, I would have a business plan. And it's just, to me, that that business plan could be as simple as laying out a three-year plan to be a five-person, you know, million dollar or 1.5 million dollar a year company and how am I going to get there so it's you know I don't want people to think that a business plan is something you need when you have multiple employees 
every business should have guidelines and and a vision and a focus and values that you know you hire to that you discipline to that you coach to uh, and all of that stuff that you that you start so early in the business makes you a more effective business when you do get you know to 10 employees or you know 20 employees or in my case 55 employees so i agree and I, I tell companies that i coach i tell them all the time i go i don't care how big your company is but you want to run your company like it's a bigger company or, or a professional company, a one man, two truck, you know, small operations, still highest level of professionalism with processes in place. I agree. So let's talk just a minute about the, the sessions that are coming up at Expo. They're a little bit different this year in the fact that you have uh, four tracks as opposed to typically we have you know one track and one topic. And this time we've, we've structured it as an ongoing, uh, ongoing class with just you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the four-part series we have? Sure. So uh, we're going to give an overview in the first part of, of you know, what, what actually goes in to um, you know, a business plan. We're going to talk a lot about values alignments and and uh, things like that, the sort of qualitative stuff. Uh, then we're going to spend a significant amount amount of time on understanding how to build a pro forma, uh, how to actually build a budget, and then hold yourself accountable to that budget. Uh, we're going to spend some time focusing on understanding your marketplace and your competitors. And there's you know two lines of thinking there. One is a finite thinking where you worry about your competitor and you adjust your prices according to what they're charging and you sort of live and breathe by what they're doing. And then the other, which we'll focus on is infinite thinking. Uh, you worry about the differentiators in your market and how you can leverage those uh, to get a price that makes sense for your company. Uh, totally removed from what others are charging. Uh, and then lastly, we're going to spend time creating a one-page business plan that I'm hoping for your members will be a starting point for them to engage in a bigger business plan. I love it. I would also say for those of you that are coming to Expo that are interested in, in doing this, the, the more the, the tracks are designed, you can, you, know, you can go to one as opposed to all four, but it really would be most beneficial if this is of, of great interest to start with the first one and stay for all four. I love it. I'm all in. All right, Craig, why don't we talk just a little bit about, um, I know you've, I've been on your website, contractors.net. Um, and why don't we talk just a little bit more about the things that you guys do for contractors? Yeah, so there's a lot of competition out there looking for your members to uh, you know spend money with them. And um, I've been a CCN fan uh, before I was eligible to become a member for, for years. And, and what I was always attracted to is that it really is a community of like-minded contractors uh, that are focused on customer experience internally and externally. Uh, but we have a full breadth of training from business planning, which is you know a, a, an expanded version of what I'm going to be talking to, to your members about. Uh, that's typically a three-day course to production mastery, to sales mastery, teaching them how to, you know, how to actually sell a value-added uh, proposition. Because frankly, you know, we don't sell flooring. We sell everything above and below it in terms of how it's installed and warranties and things like that. Uh, we also have a sales management training. So if you're at a point in your company where you have a sales manager, you know, anybody who's ever been a sales manager knows that training doesn't exist for those. Uh, so we train them on sales management. We have financial mastery uh, and it goes on and on. We, you know, we have pillars uh, to, of our brand uh, that is all designed to educate uh, 
the the home improvement and remodeling space so that they can be more efficient businesses. We also do some live events where we get together and have fun and celebrate. We do three of those a year. But the core of our business, you know, at the core of our business, we're educators. Well, this has been a great conversation, and I and I hope a teaser for those of you who are coming to Expo to, uh, you know, take seriously what your business plan looks like, but and and participate in the sessions. But Craig, if there's one takeaway that you want people to have today, what would that be? I would say it's simply that it's never too late or too early to start planning. If you're a well-established business, but you're not operating with a business plan, this is for you. If you're a brand new company and you're literally hanging your shingle as we speak, this is for you and everyone in between. It's never too late. And if you do have a business plan, it's never too late to improve it. So it really is for every facet of our industry. uh, And I think anybody would benefit regardless of the point they're at in their journey. I agree. Let me tell you something. The one thing I don't like hearing when I'm talking in a group uh, of, of fellow peers, contractors, you know, other, other guys running sanding companies, I hear, oh, I wish I did it differently or it's too late for me. And guys, if you're driving right now listening to this, if you just heard what Craig just said, I'm going to reiterate it. It's never too late to become the best professional you can be. So I'm looking forward to Expo. I think it's going to be awesome. I will be in every session. And Craig, I, I thank you for today. And I thank you for, you know, keeping it real out there. So this is good stuff. And guys, you need to hear it. So let's show up at Expo and enjoy it. All right. And I'll just give you a quick reminder here that that four session uh, business planning education track will take place at the NWFA Expo, April 13th in Tampa. And Craig, I'll say one more thing. I, I saw that your uh, 2022 spring conference uh, renovate will be taking place in Scottsdale, April 28th through 30th. So folks, if you haven't got enough meetings in April, here's another one that you might be interested in. Yeah, thank you for that. It's going to be an exciting event and uh, incredibly affordable. And I think you'll find it's actually going to be uh, pretty much no cost. Uh, so I'll explain more about that at the event. Awesome. Thanks so much. And we look forward to seeing you in Florida. My pleasure. Have a great day, guys. Keep it real.